Well, hello everybody. Welcome to SemiPro. I'm Dalton Barrett, and in the studio with me, I've got my good friend. Hi, I'm Josh Clements, and tonight we watched Doom Annihilation because we hate ourselves. Honestly, all right, we got to save it for the discussion. Yes, we did watch Doom Annihilation. Uh, I thought uh, we'll talk about it in just it, a second. It, it was fine. It was completely fine. Full spoiler warning for Doom Annihilation. We're going to talk about it here on this episode of SemiPro. Josh, we're here, we're ready, we're raring, we're talking about Doom 2 Annihilation, except for it's not a sequel to Doom 2005, it's literally just a different Doom movie. It's it is, a, it, well I mean, it's certainly something that was made by people who had seen Doom. Or played it once. They probably did see Doom 2005, I feel like there were... Some references to it, unless they were just game references that... Well, yeah, so I, I, there was a lot of game references in this, which I was kind of surprised to see, because I thought, I thought this was going to be one of those, like, cash-grabby sort of, oh, they don't, they just made it because they had access to the title, and they're like, yeah, why not, we can get some money out of this, but then there was a surprising amount of game references, um... That said, like, this, the best way I could describe it would be a high-budget fan film. Oh... <laughs> that's the first time in recorded history that this movie has ever been described as high budget anything okay yeah uh, high budget for a fan film but there I, I see i would just say fan film um but yeah you're probably right the thing about this movie is and i'm just gonna say this up front before we get into spoilers um this movie, with a like reasonable operating film budget, would have been really, really good. Um, <laughs> I think had this movie had like a full budget and like a full theatrical release and all of that, the the things that come with you know like movies as as we know them, um, instead of given the budget of like one episode of House and uh, the actors who played the bit parts in House. And uh, whatever whatever money they had in their pockets at the time. Right. The, the All the actors were paid by food on set. And um, <laughs> if, it, if it had had, like, actual money put into it, I really genuinely think this would have been a really good movie. Because um, the story is solid. Um, and it's a really good adaptation of the game, I think. There's a lot of good stuff going for this movie. I really like the creature design. It's just really, really hindered by the budget. Uh, it was direct-to-video. Um, it didn't have a theatrical release or run anywhere. It's not like a Netflix original. Um, so that is a huge hindrance on the movie. But other than that, you take the budgetary issues out. I really think it's pretty solid. I mean, yeah. Well, let's say I was I was presently surprised by a lot of this movie. Um, I I I was expecting it much like <laughs> much like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I was expecting much worse from it. 
Um, and then I watched it, I was like, hey, this is kind of neat. Like, the uh, the actual effects, a lot of the time, are kind of solid. Some of the creature designs are, like, genuinely... They, I was like, hey, that, that could be in, you know, a movie. Well, yeah, uh, I especially like the the look that they gave all of the demons. Um, it, also, it, it was shot, like, kind of smartly, uh, because, like, we'll... we'll jump into it in a minute but like uh, a lot of the the lower demons so to speak are just you know humans who have been turned into zombies which is taken from the games uh but because of that you can have like maybe two or three and then you just have them wear lab coats and you can reuse those two or three guys over and over again you get the feeling of oh there's you know 80 or 100 people in this base and they did they, they did, did that many that. times <laughs> several times <in> <laughs> um i really like the design of the imps in this um, yes, yes. Uh, they felt a bit. They felt kind of. This is a nitpick for me. It's like a fan point doom. They felt kind of bulky, but also they they were good enough. And they were practical, which I respect. Yeah, they were practical, which I was genuinely shocked by. I was oh, like, I wasn't. They're, they're... It's much cheaper for this movie to put a guy in a rubber suit than it is to get convincing looking <laughs> CGI to fight your heroes. I was not shocked yeah. at all by that. But they looked they looked good until they started moving, and then they looked a little rubbery, but. Like I said, kind of yeah. all in all, the, there are some huge budgetary issues that this movie has going on, and it really shows in the acting. I think that's the worst part of this movie. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, there's a lot of like, oh, oh no, uh, or like the, the easily hateable people are just like, like they're not, they're not charismatic enough for me to hate them, but also want to see them evolve. They're just like, it's just one Australian dude who hates everything, and he's a coward and runs away from every fight and he and believes like, in aliens he... for some reason yeah i mean we should probably talk about that a little bit um, yeah i do want to talk about that i want to talk about my favorite budgetary restraint before we move on to actually talking spoilers and about the plot of this movie and and those sorts what, of things what's your favorite budgetary constraint my favorite budgetary constraint in the whole movie is uh the chaplain the priest who instead of wearing like a priest collar that you can pick up for 15 dollars at your local like Lifeway that store. You can get from just like kind of piece of paper out and yes. sticking it under a collar. Yes, you can get a black button-down shirt and put a piece of white paper there. They put him in a white t-shirt with a black, a slightly larger black t-shirt over it, and then a suit coat on top of that. And it's the most I, okay. beautiful visual you've ever seen in your life because he's supposed okay. to be I, like a priest. Well, my my full confession is, uh, I did not realize that he was meant to be a priest until about five minutes before the end. That, yeah, that's why it took me so long to realize it. I thought it at first. I was like, oh, that kind of looks like a like a priest priest uniform, uh, and then I just kind of forgot about it until he started talking about like faith and whatever, and I was like, hmm. I see something, and then she calls him the chaplain, and I was like, got it. Like it, see, it, 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 it wasn't until he's talking to that marine guy, and he's like, yeah, I used to be a marine too, and I was like, oh wait, is he? Is he not one of these marines? Because <laughs> I just that's all I thought. It, that was my favorite one because you can those are you can buy a Halloween costume of that and just use oh, the God, shirt. You yeah, you don't even need a Halloween. Like let's like say, you just need a black black bun up shirt and a tiny slip of paper that you can cut. You know, and then you slip that on, boom, done. A, a tiny bit of card, even. And they're that's... like $15. Like, they're, they're, the shirts yeah. themselves are not expensive, and we're talking about an even cheaper way to do it. Um, you I find think... them at Goodwills <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, I don't, it would have been so easy, but nope, white t shirt, black t shirt on top. Um, there's you a lot just, of little things just... like that in this movie. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that like I said, the budgetary constraints are really what bogs the movie down. Everything else is kind of like the the budgetary constraints because also mean that like it's not filmed great. There's a lot of cuts and stuff because you know they <laughs> they wanted to hide a lot of things, so to speak. They didn't uh, choreograph so a, a also, single fight, so they decided yeah, <laughs> they decided to hide everything. Yeah, there's a lot of like guns that don't have any kind of impact. So they just stand there and go, bap, 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 bap. Uh, um, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, one of the things that I noticed, um, there's a, there's a lot of just like, um, weightless things. Uh, most of the props yeah, feel very, yeah. very weightless. There's no choreographing cause they didn't choreograph any of the action sequences, um, the angles, the camera angles themselves didn't seem all that bad. It seems like the majority of the issues come in editing, um, yeah. versus yeah. coming in filming. So that, that part itself was, um, I wouldn't put on the director. The best way I can describe this movie is like a sci-fi original, like a, like a, yeah, it's very like TV movie budget kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, like asylum pictures, that kind of thing. It's got that yeah, same feel yeah. to it, but less, it feels like it feels like a, a Sharknado because yes. it has actual heart into it. But well, I wouldn't say that Sharknado exactly has actual heart, Josh. But I think the first one did. <laughs> did I like it? to believe that. I like to believe that it did. When was the last time you saw Sharknado, Josh? Uh, I've never seen it. <laughs> okay. I, this is, you know, in my in my imagination, I like to believe that it had some kind of heart. These are usually my least uh, favorite kinds of movies. Um, I like movies with a significantly lower budget than this, and I like movies with a significantly higher budget than this. This is usually but like my very, least favorite kind of kind of movie, but this one I, I enjoy. Yeah. Right? It, yeah, it, it, like it, it's very like it's not so low budget that it's funny, but it's also not so high budget that it's good. <laughs> Correct. That said, I I did like most of this movie. For the for the most part, yeah, no, there there um, are some issues from a storytelling perspective. I liked this. I liked this story. I liked these characters. Um, there was nothing really in the movie where I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't really like this. And so, yeah. uh, outside of the acting, the acting really got under my skin. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it's better than Doom two thousand and five, which is kind of funny because it also starts in the same way that Doom two thousand and five kind of does, where it's just like, hey. There's a teleporter in Vegas. Yes. You know, I, as that is. was one of the things that I thought may have been a reference to Doom 2005. Because um, I don't remember a teleporter like that from the from the games. Um, there's, the, the teleporters don't look like that in the games, but there are... There's teleporters, but I don't, I don't think they go to Vegas. They don't go to Nevada, at least. Um, they I don't go from Earth there. to Mars. Right, yeah. They, I, I might be wrong there, but I don't think they do. Um, but yeah, they, there's teleporters in this, and that's actually, you know, that's how the movie starts off. It's like, hey, we're going to try this out. Uh, and there's more jelly, because I, that might be a reference to Doom 2005, because it looks like the same kind of effect. Um, yeah. It's just like a, or a it's block. that's the cheapest effect that they had for a teleporter, so they used it. I mean, that's also <laughs> right. a, a huge possibility. Right, no, absolutely. Uh, and they, they send a dude through it, uh, and he like he comes out in Mars, and they're all cheering and stuff, and they're really happy. And none of them notice that this guy's like drooling from the mouth with bile and blood, and that his eyes have gone all red, and that he's got grey skin and he's growling. 
which uh, doesn't make sense in light of the rest of the movie, but I'll forgive it because it's your opening reveal. But it really doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Because nobody in this and movie, like, the, the they're the, the quote-unquote zombie mans. That's what they call them in the game. Um, they get turned into demons, but because they were bitten by imps. Um, well, the imps in this one have a, like, they suck your soul kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very Shang Tsung. Um, yes, just, but a like, much better effect. But <laughs> like, he doesn't, there's no imp that goes, uh, that says your soul is mine, and then just kind of some green stuff flies <laughs> into him. It's white stuff instead. Right, exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, there's a there's a guy in the open scene on Mars who you look at him, you're just like, yeah, he's gonna be evil. Oh yeah, but there's no chance that he isn't. <laughs> he is the bad guy of this movie, and you can tell it from the first time he's on screen. He's the insistent scientist um, yeah, who is almost always the bad guy of these these types of movies, these like lower budget movies. It's always the scientist who is too insistent on his theory that he won't realize that the thing has gone bad, uh, yeah, which also, is just a horrible. It trope. looks like. Um, he looks like the guy who played Raiden in Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like, I, I had to check IMDb because I thought it was the same guy for a solid five, ten minutes. Um, and then the movie shifts gears and it becomes alien for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, this movie you know, felt very alien throughout the whole thing, which isn't a horrible yeah. way to do a Doom movie because alien is uh, sort of action horror, which is really what you're looking for from Doom. Um, yeah, yeah, but <sighs> they've got very similar aesthetics. I'll say, like they've got that very sort of dingy, dark hallways that you you couldn't tell what's in them until you walk into them and suddenly you're ambushed by fifty aliens. So, so our main um, character, uh, we'll call her Doom Lady because I can't remember her name. I don't. Um, did I give? Did I? Do, she does she, have a name. Like, it's like Lieutenant something. Yeah, uh, Lieutenant Doom Lady. Uh, Joan. Joan is her name. Joan, oh, Joan Dark. Because That's it's it. Joan, Joan of... <laughs> Joan of Dark? Joan, Joan of D-Arc? Yeah, that, I looked it up. That's why they named her. It's so stupid. It's up, Piece. it's up there with Woman Peace. It's one of my favorite names. Um, but yeah, Joan, Joan Dark. Uh, she's on the ship with a bunch of other crew members. And they're all like joking and laughing because they just got out of cryo sleep and they're having meals or whatever. It's like I say, very alien. Um, I feel like every movie that has a scene where it's like, oh, you're in space and you're eating food is alien referenced. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you can never escape that for some reason. Even movies that came out pre alien. Yeah, even, even movies that pre- came out pre alien, they were made by alien. It's mm-hmm. the Zack Snyder effect. Right. You know, Zack Snyder invented cinema. Right. Zack Snyder's um, the blueprint for real for real. Alien is the blueprint for real for real. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they're all talking. They all seem like horrible people. Um, and then Joan Dark walks in and they all leave. So you're like, oh, they don't like us. <laughs> yeah, they make it very clear. They do not like their boss. And they don't like, you know, normally when your boss walks into a room... Because nobody likes their boss. You pretend like you hide it. Uh, they don't. Yeah. They straight up leave no, no. the room. They, they they say something like, oh, we've got a simulation we need to run without the person who's leading their squad. Yeah. The, I think they go, is... I think they say like, oh, let's, let's go be debriefed. And it's like, this woman's trying to eat her oatmeal. Like, like wait on her before you go get your briefing for your mission. 
Um, oh, and there's uh, there's one other dude too. There's um the scientist dude who scientist she man. dated. Yeah, the scientist man and Doom Lady who dated ten years ago for like four months, and he asked her about it, and she was like, "Oh, we only went out for a week." His Which name I don't... is Doctor Bennett Stone, I think. <laughs> that's that's a pure eighties like that. That's a name that could be in a Die Hard sequel. Yes, absolutely, it could be. Oh, um, that's great! I love it. Yeah. So um, so he's there. They, Turns out they, they dated. <laughs> they've got they've got some romantic history, and it's like it's it's a will they won't they thing for the rest of the movie. Um, the dumbest will they won't they thing in history. Um, they forget about it until literally the last five minutes. Well, it always feels like he's got a will they won't they thing going on, and she never feels like she cares about him whatsoever. <laughs> Well, yeah, she's moved on. He's he's for some reason he's also yeah. It's, I don't know. It feels really weird. Like it's just pure coincidence that he happens to be on this mission led by this person that he dated ten years ago. Yeah, um, it is very, very, very circumstantial. Um, he was apparently very quick. We we find out later in the movie he was also a trained marine, um, and he dropped out of the forces to become a scientist or something. A scientist. Even though in this scene, they don't mention that, and he says that he's always been a scientist. So, and um, yeah, the crew hate him as well because he's a scientist and they're all Marines. Yeah, and he's easily the um, the worst actor in the movie. Um, he's the one who always is like, ah, uh, yeah, they pulled you straight from like the bottom of the barrel of cheapest people they could get for this. Like, they needed a handsome guy, um, and they got you. Um, I remember he's actually he he was the only one that I recall being in something of like note. He's a British um, actor, which I think played into it because he was doing an American accent for this movie. So you probably know him from he's like probably in Doctor Who. Probably he was almost definitely in Doctor Who. I'm gonna look it up. I uh, my 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 girlfriend started watching Doctor Who, and I had to tell her because she she was surprised that Andrew Garfield was in it. I think. Uh, and I had to tell her, like, oh, yeah, if there's a British actor, they've been in Doctor Who. Like, no matter no matter who they are, you can't escape doctor who it will always come for you they're always in doctor who everybody has been in doctor who oh he was in he was in captain america ah okay who did he play in captain america uh army heckler (laughs) (laughs) the leading um but yeah he he was in doctor who audiobooks he did some voices for some doctor who not not, not even the main show (laughs) no he was in um he voiced in some sixth doctor audiobooks he voiced the doctor's companion Uh, wow wow (laughs) Man, this stacks cars. <laughs> Man. But um, so he's the worst one in the whole movie for me. And I would say that's in part due to the fact that he was doing an American accent and he's not an American actor. Um when you get a low budget guy like that doing an American accent, and I didn't know he was British, so he did a pretty good job, but I, I think it was hard for him to act through it. I didn't know he was British and I I thought he was American. Um so you know, that that was a good accent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it, it it, oh, it I know, of, Josh. He was in Dominion. Um, mm, mm. Do you want to come again for Big Fudge? Have you have you seen Dominion? I don't believe I've seen Dominion. I figured Dominion was one of the shows that you've told me to watch, and I saw Dominion in his in his itinerary, so I was like, okay, yeah, he was in Dominion. Um, I mean, I'm looking it up now, and it, it looks kind of cool, so, you know, I might, <laughs> <laughs> I might have found a new show to pick up. Um, but yeah, the... the 
Chernobyl <laughs> also, <laughs> ironically enough, he was in a show called Toy Gun. Because every gun in this movie looks like a toy. Anyway, okay, you can continue. I'm done. I'm done talking about Luke Allen Gale. Famous actor Luke Allen Gale. <laughs> He's going to be a his breakout role. He's going to be um, a star. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Doom, no, Chernobyl uh, took the plunge and they were like, oh, we don't want any actors to do Russian accents. We just want them to use their own. And it's actually, it works most of the time because if you focus on doing an accent, you're not focusing as much on your actual acting. Right. So you kind of lose a bit of that, which, you know, like I say, might have been the case. So um, after we're introduced to the two of them, we get our briefing. Uh, turns out that all of our um, our Marines are going to the moon of Mars, uh, Phobos, or Phobos, yes. as I've always heard it in real life. But in this movie, they well, call it Phobos. <laughs> Symbiote. <laughs> right. Um, um, and so they're going I, oh, there. I do want to say. I do want to say the captain looks exactly like Doom Guy from the games, like really Honestly, so yeah. because he's, he's got like the square head, the really broad, <laughs> like muscly body. Like he and he even at one point he um he picks out like the double barreled shotgun. Like he also he, uh, looks he like um he looks like the teacher from Starship Troopers. Um, yes. Uh, oh, uh, Michael Ironside. Yes, he looks like Michael Ironside, young Michael Ironside, a lot. He's like low budget Michael Ironside. <laughs> low, low budget Michael Ironside. Right. If Michael Ironside was, um, if you could get him for fifteen dollars, that would be this guy. Um, he's also he's also British. I, I, this may have been a British production, for all I know. Right, no, the more, the, the more I'm looking at this, the more I'm convinced it probably probably was. And that the, also the, makes the, more the sense. Guy, it feels very the Doctor guy, Who. He's British. Yes, yeah, yeah, it did. It really did. Um, I've been, I've been re-watching that recently, too, and it's like, a lot of the sets feel like a Doctor Who set, especially with the way it's shot as well, where, like, it's very... I don't want to say bland, but it's very, like, there's no stylized anything to it. It's just kind of like, oh, we'll follow these guys along the hallway, and then we'll show this room. Um, I will say this. Very the, sets, the sets felt very, like, classic Doom. The hallways all looked, um, like, if the if the hallways in Doom... Because, you know, you spend most of Doom walking through hallways, the, the first two games. Right, um, right. If those looked clean... They would look like what this movie looks like. Now they're really dirty and dingy in those movies, or in those games, uh, and in this they're they're not just because it's a, f a fresh attack. But all of the little detailing and stuff, and those little yellow lights around the bottom, and um, uh, that all felt very classic Doom to me. Everything else in this movie feels really Doom 2016 inspired, uh, but that yes, stuff yes. felt very like classic Doom. There's also and this is this is why I say it feels kind of like a fan film because it feels like it was made by people who actually like Doom the the franchise the series um, the the ship computer that they're all on uh, that the the Marines are traveling on is called Daisy which uh, <laughs> in canon is the Doom guy's pet rabbit amazing um, which is like you know that's a nice little reference I I, I respect that um, and so. It, all right, let's. It, we're getting so, derailed. There are a lot of little details getting, in this movie that are, that are really fun if you're a fan of the games. I, after we get debriefed on what's going on on Phobos, um, which could be a British way to pronounce Phobos, for all I know. Um, no, I, I learned it. It's Phobos. 
Oh, okay. Got it. It sounds like if you say Phobos with a British accent. Oi, yeah, Phobos. Um, <laughs> so, after we learn that that's where we're going, it doesn't really make sense because it says that they're answering the distress call, but that just happened and they've been in cryosleep for four months, so I'm really confused in that regard, uh, but you can overlook that. Uh, it's literally the linchpin for the movie, but you can overlook it. And so we're so going. This movie actually had um, this movie actually had establishing shots. Like once yes. you got to Mars, dude, Mars they looks Mars. gorgeous. It looks and all the ships for 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 all that they are. I mean, they're really low budget. They're neatly designed. They're they're kind of generic, but you get to see the surface of Mars, and that's all I really wanted. And then later you get to see actual hell, which is super neat. Like like little yeah, stuff it, like it, that. It, they could have included in Doom 2005 and just didn't. Um, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. A lot of little neat things like that in this movie. So so they dock their ship and they go inside and they realize that there's no one left on this base except for um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Evil. But, but, oh, yeah, yeah. Betruger. He's, a, he's also the bad guy in Doom 3. Okay. He looks but like... That's... Of course he is. Of course it's based off of Doom Three. Um, yeah, of course it is. Because no, you can't make a you can't make a movie about the good Doom games. <laughs> That'd be too much. So Doctor Petruger is there, and um, some other doctor who is completely inconsequential to the plot. Um, I don't even. But remember you see her, and you're like, you're like, you're gonna die. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna die, die to soon. Um, yeah, you're you're not making it past the forty minute mark. And then um, they. After this, it's it's once again very alien and also very Doom 2005, where they kind of walk around these hallways and they look at different things, and um, then the the zombie man show up. Um, and oh, I, w- I, I want to say there is they find like the Marines who are originally there, and they they find one and they take his tags, and his name is William Blaskovich, uh, which is the main character from Wolfenstein, which was made by the guys who did Doom. Oh, uh, neat. Which is that was a really fun reference. There's a I think I don't know if it's a fan theory or if it got confirmed, but the idea is that Doom Guy is actually the great 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 grandson of uh, Blaskovich who fought in World War Two. It's a whole thing. I'll I'll talk you through that when you start playing Wolfenstein. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was a neat reference. Uh, and yeah, like I said, the movie just kind of turns into oh, walk into area, get shoot things, and then do that a few more times until there's something that resembles a plot that happens. Which is really um, all this movie needs to be. Um, right, you don't. I'm, I'm not expecting Oscar-winning philosophical arguments from Doom Annihilation. <laughs> Although it does try, <laughs> Josh, it does try. Um, does it? Yeah, kinda. Uh, with the chaplain, all of the stuff with the chaplain felt very like um, spiritual and all that kind of stuff. We find out that um, Doom Lady's mom was a religious woman. And she yes. died, presumably, of cancer or something. She was in a hospital. Just she some sickness. Yeah. Uh, she has, like, a necklace. Generic, generic uh, uh, sickness, which implies that the director of this movie saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, oh, my job! <laughs> and so he... Tony... Tony Giglio. Yeah. Giglio. Something like that. Tony... Uh, I will say... Tony Gigolo. I, I... I want to shout out Tony Gigolo because he at least made a better movie than Paul W.S. Anderson has in at least 20 years. That's true. Um, I would say this is probably, to date, the second best video game movie. 
I'm not counting console? Detective Pikachu because I feel like, like I know Pokemon is a video game, but I feel like that's barely based on the game and it's more based off of the cartoons. It, it didn't adapt. It didn't adapt a game because right. you can't really adapt those games because right. you know they're, they're RPGs. They're just like, oh, do what you want, find these things. But it was based on the world that it built, so to speak. Right. So I'm not counting Detective Pikachu. You've got Sonic and then Doom Annihilation. That's what you're working with, folks. Those are the two best video game adaptations. Um, yeah. Um, do people like what, the Resident what? Evil movies? Uh, the first one's kind of okay. Uh, now you now you guys know what we're watching for next week. Oh, I hope um, not. Oh no, I'm making you. This is my revenge for all of the God awful movies that you made me. Watch I made you years. watch one. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Billy, but the um yeah the first the first Resident Evil movie I think is considered kind of okay, mm. uh, and then everything after that's just like direct DVD garbage. Gotcha, um, um like this movie, so yeah, right. so we find right. out that Doom Lady's mom was a woman of faith and gives her this cross. They find a chaplain on board. They fight some more of the um of the the zombies. Um, the zo- I'm uh, just gonna call them zombies because I feel weird calling them zombie men. Um, right, yeah, zombie pigmen. <laughs> zombie pigmen from Minecraft. They fight them, and then they go to they go back. They're they're able to get somewhere safe. I I think maybe they're back on the ship, but I can't really tell. Um, and so oh, no, no, you're missing out the best part. You're missing out the best part, where one of them says. For some reason, oh, the only tools that they have on board are a chainsaw. And then about 10 minutes later, uh, Doom Lady uses the chainsaw on like three people. And it's a brilliant scene. I love oh, the chainsaw a- scene. It's the action, really good. the action is kind of sloppy, but the the effects hold up. Um, I say hold yeah. up. The effects are good. And she's like drenched in blood. It's a super cool yeah. scene. Um, there's a part where she like she like trips one up and uh, like shoves the chainsaw and starts sawing it in half and it's like blood sprays all over her. It genuinely, genuinely really good effects. Yeah, and it, it's um, very, very Doom 2016. Um, and they also, they also, I want to shout this out too because it was one of my favorite lines in the movie. One that I think it's the Australian dude who runs away of every fight. He goes, "I'm too young to die," and then. The guy after that, who's a he, I can't, I don't remember any of these lines. He, he's like a big black dude, uh, and That's he's meant to be like Akua. a badass, uh, Akua. And he, he, he's, he's shooting these things, and he says to no one because all of his teammates are dead by this point. He goes, I'm your ultra nightmare. <laughs> no, yes, but here's what makes that line better. Australian guy said that earlier on the ship. They reused that. They were so proud of that line. They used it twice. Because because I mean, Australian guy on the ship is talking about aliens, and he's talking about how he believes in aliens, and he's sure that this distress call came from aliens. And so they're all getting their guns ready, and they're ready to go, and they're they're ready to roll out. And he says, "Well, I'll bet you this, mate. If I run into an alien, I'm gonna pop them. I'm gonna pop one in them. There, I'm their ultra nightmare." And then. That line was so great. The writers of this they movie loved again. that line so much that they used it again in the same movie from a different character. And also, like, yeah, those are the, the difficulty settings on Doom games. <laughs> but it's so, it's so funny to hear a guy, like, with genuine heart, believing what he says, go, I'm your ultra nightmare, to zombie men who then kill him three seconds after he says that line. Yeah, it's great. What's the uh, yeah. what's the middle setting? 
Oh, it, it, oh. I'm too young to die is easy. I'm or yeah. Ultra Nightmare is is the hardest. I think my, it, it's not just normal, is it? Um, I don't think so. Uh, it's uh, oh, hurt me plenty. Ah, nobody says hurt me plenty in this movie. Oh, do, do you know how great it would have been if uh, Doom Lady was like chainsawing one of those people? It like it jumps on her, so she holds it out. Uh, it's pinning her to the ground. And she's chainsawing her, and she's like, hurt me plenty. <laughs> Oh, uh, there, there's probably oh, a reason a, they skipped that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, one, one movie, but yeah, like half half of the Marines die. It's it's Australian dude, Doom Lady, scientist guy, and uh, short blue hair lady. lady who speaks French. Yeah, and they, sometimes like, they they mock her for learning French <laughs> in cryo sleep, which is which like, I don't. I, <laughs> She 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 learned an extra language. Like I don't know, I don't know what you want to make fun of there. But it's also they're not making fun of the fact that she learned it. They're making fun of the fact that she learned it during cryo sleep when they all learned their extra languages in person. And it's just like she did the shortcut. Like she yeah. did the smart thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, uh, sure, whatever. And then go, they, go for it. they make fun of her having blue hair. It's all fascinating. Um, yeah, um, they they all go back to the ship after a few hand-to-hand scenes where they use like kung fu whips, which is again absolutely incredible. Uh, they go to the ship. There's the captain who's not part of the crew either, but he's he's doing his own thing. He's like he's doing his best impersonation of uh, Danny McBride from Alien Covenant. He's the best um, character in the movie, I think. But um, <laughs> he's, well, I, I I I like the captain. He seemed good. Yeah, Um, yeah, okay, yeah, I like the captain. He's the captain's the best character in the movie. Joan would have been a a, a good antagonist if the actress who played Joan could act. Um, Doom Lady would have been would have been a neat character to follow. I did not know. I did not know this, but she was Scottish. Yeah, there's no way this wasn't a British British production. There's no way. Oh no, I I I looked it up. Uh, She's Scottish. The captain's English, I think. The scientist guy is English. The evil scientist guy is English. There's no way. Um, so here's my question. As a director, why not just make your characters British? Do British people not get to go to Mars? I mean, not. We're too busy trying to leave the EU in 2059 <laughs> or whatever. Um, I, I guess it's like, I don't know, I guess it appeals to American audiences more that your characters are American. Does it? I don't think we would care. It, it be, I mean, Doctor Who's really popular it, over here. Yeah, I guess, but like Doctor Who also takes place in England. Like, yeah, I, I don't but know. this Maybe movie takes like, place on Mars, so it's like. Yes, yeah, so they should be speaking Martian. They should be <laughs> right. speaking uh, Cantonese from Futurama. Maybe it's because um, Doom Guy is a Marine. Um, like, well, that, that's my only thought is that they're Marines, and we don't we don't particularly have Marines. We have the SAS, which right. is our like version of it. Right. Um, yeah, I, and maybe because Doom Guy in the games is a marine, they decided that they needed to make these characters marines. Um, saying that we have the we have the Royal Marines, like they're you know, but they I guess they're I, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just because Doom is kind of seen as an American franchise. So if you try and like put British people as the main characters, get people think it's too jarring. Maybe um, I don't know. That just feels weird to me. But anyway, uh, it was a detriment yeah, right, to the movie. Um, right, no, absolutely. Uh, so, so we're 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 on the ship, and everybody's talking, and then the uh, evil doctor man, Doctor Bergruder, says 
these are aliens. And then uh, Chaplin, um, t-shirt, t-shirt priest, speaks up and he says, no, these are demons. I saw them. They're demons. They're real life demons. Demon, demon, demon. Um, and then that's when we're introduced to the fact that these, these are demons, which we knew because we are fans of Doom. Um, but other people may not have known who aren't fans of Doom, I guess. And uh, that's kind of the end of that scene. It just sort of wraps up really normal. Um, Doom Lady gets really mad at um, uh, British good-looking scientist. I'm trying to think of a good nickname for him, but I can't think of one. She gets upset with him because he's like, what are you guys working on on this, sh- on this base? And he just got there. So, like, it... It's not his fault. Uh, yeah, like, like he, I mean, he probably, uh, he goes like, oh, uh, you know, we found a teleporter to Mars, as you do. Uh, uh, that was about it. Like, that's all he knows. Um, which, I, I don't know, it doesn't seem like that big a deal. And you could have asked that at any point, too. They, they never really ask why we go into this place. They're just like, oh, we need to go here and check for survivors. Right. Um, and it, I don't know, it's... Everything in this movie is very circumstantial. Um, and so after that scene happens, they're hanging out on the ship. Um, the 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 ship's captain, not the the captain of the, the, the Marine Brigade, the ship's captain is dead at this point um, because Daisy killed him. Somehow, somehow these demons can take oh, over they, computers. They, 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 they. Yeah, Daisy. Daisy gets like corrupted, I guess, and she starts speaking in demon. Uh, and then one of the imps kills him. Uh, but like, they never, they never explain how Daisy became evil. Because it's not like it's not like evil scientist guy got to her and hacked her. Because he doesn't enter the ship, I think ever really. Right. Um, he no, he does enter at one point, but does he? I can't remember. Um, but like he, he never even then she gets hacked pretty early on in the movie. Like they're all still in the middle of the base and she's she starts and she's like, I can't let you do that, Dave. Uh and she goes full HAL three thousand and kills him by laying an imp on board and then the imp decides to hide for dramatic effect. Uh uh and then Doom Lady comes into the room and she's like, Hey, where's the captain? Uh and Daisy's like, oh, he's in the room with you. <laughs> uh, uh, so she she sees that he's been murdered. At the same time, Priest Dude is having a conversation with one of the generic Marines. Uh, and he the, the Marine dies because he gets stabbed by the imp, which kind of spoils the, the imp, like, reveal, I guess. Because... He dies, it shows the imp, and then it shows the dramatic shot of the imp. And I'm like, you could have maybe switch those scenes around a little bit would have made it a little bit, you know, more dynamic. I I think so. It's almost like all of the different demons come in waves. Um, And we only really see the the zombies and the imps in this. Um, We don't get to see any of the others. It's, it's almost like they were saving those for a sequel, which makes sense. Yeah. We actually might be getting, I think they started, they have a script and they've started shooting, which I think is really cool. I I would genuinely like to see a, a sequel to this movie. Um, no, absolutely. I enjoyed it enough where I would like to see where the story goes from there. Uh, a lot oh, of story, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote story, right? Um, so so as they're fighting, it's revealed that the demons in this speak Samaritan, 
which as um, as a Bible nerd is neat to me, because um, the Samaritans in the the Old Testament, the Samaritans and the Jews didn't get along. Um, the the Israelites, um, who are like modern day modern day Jews, but but historically uh, Israelites, they and the Samaritans were sort of um, competing. Um, over the, the the promised land. They both thought that God promised them the same land. And so it's neat that the demons in this would speak that language. Now, Samaritans really, uh, to that extent, don't ex- don't exist today. Everybody's, they've kind of just combined with Jewish people. Um, there is still the land of Samaria, um, but the race of Samaritans that spoke this language don't exist. Um, and so it's neat to the the implication that like, um, like the demonic possession, the enemy of the Bible, one of the enemies of the Bible uh, was given, the, the language was given to them by demons. I, I, I found that kind of interesting. Um, oh, nice. And they, they even say it's like, it's like, uh, uh, what are they, what's the name of it again? Samaritan. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like Samaritan, but different enough. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can tell it's Samaritan, but it's also... It's not quite the same version, which is just you know a nice little touch. Right now, um, little details like that are are, are pretty neat. Um, yeah, like it's not it's not it's not too on the nose to the point where like your eyes are on the back of the head and they're like oh Jesus was the Doomslayer. Right, um, <laughs> right, right. It's and, and I, I think something. That movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? I think <laughs> yeah, I, I think little details like that it, when you're talking about demons in a movie, you don't want to go too much because then it gets like oh, okay, like uh, all right, I get it. But when you have little hints of stuff like that, I think it it, it plays into it neat because ultimately demons are a, a, a biblical idea. So having like the chaplain character, he never felt too on the nose either. Um, he felt a little too philosophical for my for my liking, but he never felt like too on the nose with the with the biblical stuff. Um, yeah, uh, th- there's there's just enough of it sprinkled in to to make it work for this kind of movie. Um, but it's, it's never like it's never it doesn't feel offensive to religion. More just sort of like, hey, you know, it's kind of neat to tie this stuff in. Right. Yeah. Um, so at this point, it, it, we get the reveal because they're all in this room trying to get the power back on. They decide, well, we've got we've got one option to get off this place. Reserve power is at one percent. We've got to get the power back on, or we're all gonna die. So they go to get the power back on. While they're in the power room, uh, uh, good-looking scientist gets the power on. Uh, Dr. Bergruder locks them in the power room with some imps. The imps attack them. Uh, he runs away. Everybody dies except for good-looking scientist and Doom Lady. They are able to get out. They go back to the ship. They they get some more weapons. They pick up keys from different people, which is a plot point of the games. Um, and it's just, Wait, it's really I neat. Um, like red, yellow, and blue key cards. It's also just genuinely really neat because they have uh, red, yellow, and blue key cards, which is the same as the game. They even look like the ones out of the game, and it's just a nice little fun detail. That again kind of goes towards this idea that they, the people making this, seem to just like the franchise of games, and they're like, "Hey, what if we did a side story to the games? Not, they, not even like a main story, but like a nice little side thing that's going on." They they also look like. Um credit cards that they've glued tinfoil to uh they're the the cards looked so so cheap they were the same design from the the cards from 2016 um and they have the colors of the cards from the original games which it's little details like that are super neat 
one of them, the blue card, opens up the weapon room that has literally one weapon in it. And we, like they, the, the only weapon. Um, it's the only one in this room. Like it's it's supposed to be like this arsenal room, like the one from Doom two thousand and five. It's, it's, it's a closet. It's a closet, and it's only got one weapon in it: the BFG nine thousand. Um. Which is at least closer to the BFG from Doom than um, the one from 2005 was. But at the same time, it just feels so weak compared to the one from the game. I'm really... I can't wait for the Doom movie that we were talking about last week to be made and have like a BFG that feels like a BFG Mm -hmm. where, you know, you shoot it and a load of things die. With this one, it's just like... It's like it shoots a ping pong ball at someone and one person may die. They had the opportunity to save the save the BFG for for the end of the movie for the climax, and then have her just demolishing these imps, but they didn't do it, which was so disappointing to me, um, because it still just it just hits one of them and then they fall over and die. At least we get to see it used on a person in this movie. That part is nice. We don't get to see it used on anyone in um, Doom 2005, so at least we get to see it used. The gun feels super cheap, though. Um, there's no yeah, weight to uh, it at all. Uh, it's literally no, just she, like a water... Just, like, pulls it out. Yeah, it's a water gun that they've spray-painted silver. Um, it's real <laughs> cheap looking, which I get it, but at the same time, it's like, this is... It's literally the most important thing in the movie, um like this is they, they go back just for this weapon um, yeah and then and yeah and at, at this point i think it's just it's just scientists uh the scientist stone and doom lady who are left yes. uh everyone else everyone else is like either dead or they're it's the one evil scientist who's trying to open a portal to mars because whatever well he's uh, trying to open he, up the portal to hell because when he came through the portal to go to Mars to test it, because he decided to test it himself at the beginning of the movie. And when he did that, he got possessed um, or something. He, he, he got convinced. He died coming through. The demons resurrected him. And when they resurrected him, they, they did it in exchange for him opening the portal so that they could come through and retake Earth, because Earth is rightfully theirs, um, right. which is another biblical reference. Um and so, with all of that, the, the, there's uh, there's some stuff in Revelation about that. And so, with all of that in mind, he's trying to open this portal. Um, they're trying to get down to keep him from opening the portal because they because Doom sort of- Lady and and Doctor Stone still don't know what's going on. They still don't know that these things are actually demons. They're under the assumption that they're aliens. So- right, yeah, there's there's those two, and then there's blue haired lady and Australian guy. And as uh, when when we find out that the scientist guy is taking an evil turn, he specifically calls out like, "Doom Lady let a terrorist go for some reason, and then couldn't capture him again, and now they all hate her because of right. that." Right. The 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 whole um, squad they, they don't hate her because of that. They hate her because the whole squadron got punished for her actions. Um, she basically, I, I think the way she talks about it, what I got from it was she froze and she couldn't capture the terrorist when he was on, on the loose and he got away because of her actions. Um, but they try to frame it as, as treason and, and they, the whole squadron got in trouble. That's how they got sent to, uh, Phobos in the first place. Um, 
So they go to this elevator. Everybody on on the Marines is dead except for Doom Lady and Dr. Stone. They go to open up the elevator and Dr. Stone gets pulled in. Um, right as they're about to have a sweet moment that, that just felt very forced and out of nowhere, like they're about to fall in love and and have children right there on on Phobos. Uh, they, they, she, she's like, oh yeah, I remembered that we dated. I remember every moment of it because I loved it so much. And then he dies. Yeah, and then he tur- he gets turned into a demon, and she has to to shoot and kill him. Um, right. And she does without any sort of remorse at all. She just kills the guy. Um, and then. Uh, Dr. Stone uh, uh, starts attacking her. She winds up killing Dr. Stone as or shooting Dr. Stone. This is when we find out he's dead. Dr. Stone kicks her through the portal into hell. And then she fights presumably Satan. Okay. So this is, this is where I got confused Um, because yeah, she, she shoots, she shoots evil scientist guy too. But then he's like, you can't kill what is already dead. You know, like straight out of Dracula. Right. Um, and then she, he, he uses the force and pushes her through the portal. Correct. She's in hell. There's a load of imps, imp like, I mean, they're imp light, you know, they're not, they don't yeah. look as heavy as the other ones. What is they the, look a lot- what is the one from Doom? There is an imp that can't throw fireballs in Doom, right? No, there's well, I, the, there's imps that throw fireballs, and then there's imps that fly, but they're just you know they're still imps. This felt like like the ones in hell felt like the imps from the game. Like you know they felt yeah. lighter, more jumpy, sort of uh, more lean. And then the ones in the movie feel very heavy because they're kind of big rubber suit. Right. Um, well, the designs of them looked different enough. Yeah, they, they looked really cool. Um, um, they also threw fireballs, which was nice. Right. Which is, you know, a step up from 2005. Now, would you say that the, the, the guy, the main guy there, is that supposed to be Satan or is it supposed to be a Baron? Because my, my okay, brain well, went straight to Baron. So this is, this is uh, my first thought was, okay, based on everything else that I've seen from this, that isn't going to be how they're going to do, uh, you know, a Baron of Hell. Um, because they seem to be, for CGI stuff at least, keeping quite close to, you know, the games. At least 2016, yeah. Right, yeah, at least 2016. I, my first thought was, is this meant to be an arc file? Because that's a guy from the game too. He, the arc file looks more like the imps in, the practical imps, um, Mm. like in design-wise. But then I got curious, so I looked up the plot on Wikipedia, or Doom Wiki 1 and 2, and it classifies that thing as the demon overlord. So I think it's just an entirely original, you know, okay. piece. Well, like I said, that would make sense. Uh, that's you know, kind of the idea I it, got from it. Like, that's the guy in charge. That's that's literally Satan. Um, it looks really cool. It was a very, very cool design. Even if it was supposed to be a baron, I'd be cool with it because it's a neat design. No, it looks, it looks really sick. Uh, and then she kills it instantly. <laughs> yeah, she just, she just hits uh, it with a BFG and it's done. Um, and yeah, now with the, she, also has, she also has the power of faith because she remembers that she's wearing her mom's necklace. Right, which it doesn't really come into play except for the fact that she like believes in herself. Right, which you know that like I'm saying I'm waiting for the Doom movie that features just Jesus killing all of the demons on Mars. I can't wait. It takes place in I, I love in the first I century Rome. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually it ends with him being crucified by. Uh, the, by the demons possessing the Romans. Right. Um, wow. Uh, so, so she, 
she starts blasting these the the imps uh, that are there, and and she manages to escape. She jumps through the portal, expecting to be back on Mars, but turns out she's on Earth. And when she's right, on which Earth, is, um, which was know, a really neat twist. idea of how, yeah, that's a really neat idea of how like the teleporters work too. Because they mentioned earlier, it's not like you go from point A to point B. It's you go from point A to point C, and you have to walk from there to another place to get to point B. Right, like that's a. I think that's how Nightcrawler teleports in X-Men. Like oh, he teleports to another dimension entirely, and then he has to go back through. Um, You're a nerd, Josh. Yeah, no, I am. This <laughs> this movie, basically, the end of this movie basically takes place in the nether. Yeah, essentially, yeah. And so she jumps back through, and she's she's on Earth, and then there are some scientists there, and they start... Um, you know, they start trying to calm her down and she's like, Hey, listen, you've got to shut this portal down. Uh, it's, it's wild in there. Uh, Dr. Pergruder's a liar, although she never says that, which she should have, uh, but she doesn't. The, the doctors on the other end are like, look, uh, we're waiting on Dr. Pergruder to come through and they're just the worst. And they, they give her a horse tranquilizer or whatever to make her pass out. And as she's doing that, the portal starts rumbling and then cut to black credits um, which this movie had the gall to end on a cliffhanger. Right. I, 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 I just give them props for that. Like, I, I, <laughs> there's no other way <laughs> that like the, the, the amount, the sheer, the sheer balls on these guys to, to have a, a cliffhanger on their direct to DVD movie that they didn't even think was going to make, you know, it's, <laughs> it's budget back. And the fact that it's paying off because they're getting a sequel. Yeah. It I mean, part of me wishes it hadn't ended on a cliffhanger, but I really I really like the setup of this movie. Because you could really easily turn Joan into actual Doom Lady if you wanted to. Oh, Just have yeah. you... I mean, knowing knowing, you know, what video game fandoms are like, I can only see how many people are gonna be mad at that decision. Well, they were but already they mad. Did, yeah. They were already mad that she was the main character of this movie anyway. Uh the, well, and they, they were they were also mad that this movie was made without any kind of help from the guys who make the games. Um which apparently they were like offered and they were like, Hey, can you if you wanna talk to us and you know, actually have some input on this stuff, we'd love to hear what you say and they were just like, No. We don't. We don't like this. They're like, but yeah, we, we we did this once and it turned out really bad. We don't want to <laughs> we, do this ever again. <laughs> we tried this before and they just showed us a fifteen-minute clip of a guy in a first-person, you know, camera. It was really weird. We were like, yeah, that's cool. Is the whole movie going to be like that? And they said, no, not at all. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that, but yeah that's how the movie ends. You, uh, the 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 thing that people say they they don't refer to the main character as as joan or doom lady they refer to her as just female protagonist um that's what all the reddit boys say about this movie oh uh, that makes more sense the reddit boys the reddit boys they they say like oh it's the female protagonist and um yeah but i really like her as a uh, this would be a really neat setup for her being doom lady like give her the armor and everything and have her be your silent protagonist, like back on Earth as the demons come through, or jump forward ten years in the future and she's like Mad Max style scavenging this Earth that's been taken over by demons. I don't know, but I really like what That'd this be nice. movie set up. Um, I do want to. So the the Tony Gigolo, uh, he he seems like a very nice guy based on what I'm 
seen on Twitter. Uh, a lot of people have asked him about, like, hey, you're going to do a sequel to this? And he's like, hey, we actually made so much more money than we were expecting to. So, uh, yeah, probably. We're, we're actually making it now. And someone asked if the sequel would include the Doomsday, and he said it's one of his top priorities. So, oh, neat. You know, we might actually get that Doom movie we were talking about. It's Maybe. just going to be direct dvd it's just gonna make it's gonna be it's gonna cost four dollars and a box of pizza to make it's gonna be it's gonna be a shadow that you can't see because it cuts too quickly um if if that if if the sequel was like a kickstarter i think i'd actually donate to it yeah no me too i yeah because i i did really enjoy this movie um i mean it was super low budget and for that reason uh you know, I, I would only recommend this to people who are fans of the game. This movie was definitely not yeah. made for people who aren't, um, just strictly because of the budget. Um, but outside of that, if you can get over that stuff, it's a really fun watch. It's so much better. If you're, if you're a fan of, like, just kind of B-movies, um, B-movies with heart, yes. then you'd probably like this. It, it's got a lot of heart into it. There was nothing ever in the movie that... Um, cause the thing I look for in a, in a, in a bad movie that I like love to hate is if it makes me laugh when it's not supposed to. And this movie never did that. There was nothing in this movie where I was laughing when, when I wasn't supposed to be laughing, which is always a good sign. If I'm having so the appropriate totally emotions, <laughs> if I'm having the appropriate <laughs> emotions that I'm supposed to have in your scene, uh, the closest I came was the was the love scene between um, Doctor Stone and and Doom Lady, um, and even they seem to be self aware enough to be like, yeah, people don't care about this. Yeah, I mean, thing. well, of course they were. They killed him off in like the next scene. Like, um, it was great. Uh, so so yeah, I I would definitely recommend this movie if you're a fan of the game. If you're not, maybe not, unless you're just a fan of like low budget slock, and then which case, yeah, yeah watch yeah. it. Um, I'm excited for the sequel that we're probably getting, simply because I feel like they're going to introduce more demons from the game. Uh, I want to see a they, demon. They'll probably get they'll probably get like a higher budget. I have to imagine. I would think so. You know, um, I, I did have a question. I, well, I say that you had a question that you wanted to ask me earlier about video game movies, and well, I'm very I was interested gonna, to hear what it is. My question was going to be: Would you consider? I, I mentioned it in the in the discussion. Would you consider this? the second best video game movie outside of Sonic. Would you consider it to be the best one outside of Sonic? That's a tough question. I know. Um, That's what I wanted to ask you. I, I said it just very confidently in our discussion, but I'm really kind of struggling with that because I don't want to say it strictly because of the budget, but I I guess it kind of is. Well, That's the thing. It, it's tough to say because there are... So there's so many video game movies out there. And I, when I haven't seen all of them, I I know most of them. Uh, like, it, it's it's really tough because I, I haven't seen Sonic either, so I couldn't actually comment on how that ranks. Uh, as a I video have game seen movie. Sonic, and Sonic's good. Sonic's a good movie. Right, right. Well, I. That's a thing. We've also Rampage came out. I meant to see that because that's technically a video game movie, but I never saw that. Mm. Um, I've seen. I I want to watch Assassin's Creed. Because I've heard a lot about that, and I'm interested to see why that felt so bad. That's one we've been talking about doing on the show for a while, so why don't we do that for next week? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, the, I, my current top video game movie might be Prince of Persia, because that was such a fun movie I to do watch. like Prince of Persia. Is I didn't realize Prince um, of Persia was... A, I thought it was based off a book. 
No, no, Prince of Persia is a long... Uh, Prince of Persia is an old, old game. Came out, uh, I think, early 2000s, maybe late 90s. Gotcha. I thought Prince um, of Persia was a book. Well, interesting. All right, Josh, we yeah, got to get out of here. <laughs> We're done. Okay, my top my top video game movie of all time is Postal by U- Uwe Boll. <laughs> Mine is the Super Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> which I have seen. Uh but yeah, we uh, thanks for listening this far. If you got this far, we hope that you've enjoyed the episode. And if you'd like to join us next week for when we talk about Assassin's Creed, by all means.